Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's time to make an appointment. Scalpel, it'll be good for your health. Trust me, I'm a doctor. Oh, oh sorry. The doctor's ill. <laughs> Same. How about a free examination? Ready to take your medicine. You think that's bad? When you get my bill, I hope you have protection. <laughs> Doctor Giggles. It's a good thing I make house call. Rated R. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Woo! Hey, everybody. Uh, it's Super Bowl Sunday, and when I think of Super Bowl, I think of Larry Drake. So, me and Tim got together, and we decided to cut a commentary for one of the greatest sli- – would you say it's one of the greatest slashers there is, Tim? I, I, I don't know if I would say one of the greatest slashers. One of the funnest. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, I think it's one of the most fun but forgotten about slasher horror films, and I think part of that is – the early 90s and i'm sure we'll get into that while we're watching yep. and talking about it but yeah i think it is uh <laughs> dr giggles is clearly a movie that a lot of horror fans forget about that came out in the 90s uh just because there is a lot of us that didn't like horror movies coming out in, ni- in the 1990s but also too it was just it was dropped like like no one it came out and no one wanted to talk about it being out there except maybe the horror magazines, and that was it. I did. I loved it. <laughs> I, it was fun, it, yeah. but it was one of those. It was literally one of those nightbreed situations with the studio, where the studio did not care. This is true about having that movie out there, but we're going to get into that. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But it is Doctor Giggles, and uh, since me and Tim, and probably everybody else, has different releases of this, we are. Starting, oh yeah, yeah. We are starting it at the quote where it says, uh, for extreme illnesses, extreme treatments are most fitting. So just queue up your DVD, your Blu-ray, your PSP, your Betamax to where it says that. And we will start in three, two, one, start. And that's the weird thing. You're sitting there, uh, you know, we're going to watch Dr. Giggles. And you're talking about the different releases. That's the funny part. None of them, I think, are any kind of special edition. No, this deserves the Shout Factory treatment. I think it would be. And I forget. And again, not to interrupt. It's a Dark Horse production. What's which means Dark Horse Comics was behind this, which I had. Holy shit! I do. No, I'm not, because I do have the comic books. I have the two two right here within arm's reach of me on my computer. They were my Wait. gift, my, my birthday present from Josh down the road last year. He got me the first two Dr. Eagles comics. Yeah, I ha- I was going to say, I have the comic books. But also, too, like I said, there is no special edition. So I think even if it's on Blu-ray, we're all watching this crappy 
scanned version from. <laughs> I think mine's actually mine looks great because I got you got yours in the little. Who'd you say released uh, yours? It, it is Good Times Entertainment. It is a. It's the snap case. This tells you how old it is. Yeah. The snap case of this was released in 1997. I've got my my copy. Actually, looks cleaned up. It looks pretty good, old Doug. Doug there. Um, mine came out of that Twisted Nightmares six pack with like this and Eyes of a Stranger and Someone's Watching Me, The Hand. Mm. A couple other ones are on there. But it, mine looks actually cleaned up. Looks really, really good. Oh, I don't have a problem with mine. It literally looks like I'm watching this on. Uh, it looks like I'm watching it on HBO that's, in 19, that's, like 1995. That's good times entertainment for you. And that's fine with me. That's yeah. uh, uh, sometimes you know it's fun to watch horror movies like this. Sometimes yeah. you don't need them cleaned up. It looks Music like the, by Brian May. It looks like the lawnmower man's gonna fly through virtual reality into this heart right here. Oh yeah, this is uh yeah, it's this pretty is pretty bad CG. Yeah. I love you, Larry Drake. R.I.P. Which he's died recently in recent years here. Yes. Have you seen uh I regret not going to the whorehound where he was at. Josh was there. Hmm. I regret it. I didn't go. But uh, that was real close to his death, and uh, I saw pictures, and at the end of his life, he changed from Larry Drake into John Madden. <laughs> yeah, Larry Drake did have sort of a weight problem. Was that what was that what did him in? Was his? I think his heart. He had heart problems or something. I yeah, I was gonna say I think he had a heart attack. Ironically just, enough. Yeah, I think he just had health issues, and they just all – it was complicated. He's got an amazingly, like, large head. Look at that fucking head. On yeah, that. he does. And it's great because it's like he – I believe – what year did, What year was Dr. Giggles? Was this um, 96, maybe? I don't rem- I don't know. I'll look it up real quick. I was going to say, I, I always like to say this was early 90s more than mid-90s, but I could be wrong. This was pre-Scream. Yeah, I was going to say, because I always feel like this was 92, 93, but I don't know if that was correct. We will find out. This is a great opening. <laughs> yeah, I love this. He's drinking <laughs> being a perv. Using somebody else's hands. Oh, God damn it. I think that's the problem with this, like, why people kind of think of this movie as a joke because it kind of is like i don't know that's the genius of this movie i don't know if it's supposed to be like a self-aware satire on slashers or to be taken extremely serious like totally 1992 as a serious movie you know because larry drake is playing that retarded guy on la law and i think that's why people think this movie is a joke yeah but he also did dark man yeah he was great in that because it's like, uh, there is a couple of scenes in here. It's like, you're watching this and you're wondering, are you watching Dr. Giggles or are you watching, like, Durant? <laughs> like, I'm waiting for him to, like, cut a cigar and cut somebody's finger off. Yep, 1992. Yep, 1992 this came out. Because also the chick it's in this that Holly Marie Combs also went on to, I believe, to do Charmed. Oh, I like, don't know. That was, like, where she got big. 
So, but yeah, it, it, it just... To me, I always felt like this should have spun off a bunch of sequels. Fuck yeah, it should have. The Return of Dr. Giggles, Son of Dr. Giggles. Oh, yeah. You Dr. Could, Giggles it, it could, Strikes Back. Yeah, it could have been like a Dr. Fibes thing. It, you literally could have done several things. And I think that was part of the reason I always wondered, like, did they, like, did Universal or whoever, did they just say, fuck it, and, like, instead of, like, they wanted to make a new slasher series, and then basically a lot of investors are like, yeah, we don't want to deal with this well, shit. Well, I don't know. I think the bigger question is, just like Halloween, who taught Dr. Googles to drive a car? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. It, it probably seems like, you know, this is pre-Scream, horror was in the toilet, as much as I don't like Scream. That did bring it back. I think they probably just like, here's a million dollars. Go fucking nuts. We don't care. Holy shit. Uh, it grossed eight eight point four million. It doesn't say what it was. Uh, what it was. What it cost, but eight point four is seems like more than it took to make it. That I don't know. But did you know, Matt Fewer? was actually considered for the role of Dr. Giggles. I would not have liked that. No, I don't think he would have made the thing. But also, too, Jennifer Aniston was actually trying to get this part <laughs> that Holly Marie Combs is in. Straight after Leprechaun, probably. Yep. Man, this is a 90s movie. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's clearly a 90s movie. But yeah, I just I always thought it was supposed to it's supposed to be a series. But also too, I remember um, remember reading in Fangoria about this uh, them having some trouble with getting an R rating. And you got to remember too, this is coming off the slasher era. Uh, a lot of the late sequels, of Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, that stuff, they were having trouble with uh, the ratings board and stuff yeah. like that. That Zoe Trilling chick. She's awesome. <laughs> She's the chick with the boobs in Night of the Demons 2. <laughs> Holy shit. I like how uh, I, I've got Dr. Giggles pulled up and it's also wrecking me, recommending me on IMDb. I should watch The Dentist. Ice yes. Cream Man, The Dentist 2, Popcorn Mikey, and Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2. Nice. That's a fucking box set that should, like, be out there. Yeah, like, Holly Marie Combs had a small part in Born on Fourth of July, and then finally when she did Dr. Giggles, that's when her career really started taking off, because she did, like, The Craft and uh, Picket Fences TV series. I was just looking up some of the stuff on her. That's when she really started getting into stuff and then Charmed. Went there's, crazy. There's an ad for AIDS back there for Ed Quillen. <laughs> he'll be he'll be totally happy with that. The only thing this is missing is like the '90s, uh, like horror movie dude cameo. Like Clive Barker should have played this doctor role. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Trot out later. 
But we do have Michelle Johnson that it's in this. She was in Waxwork and uh, she's been in a couple other things. She does show up. And Doug, Doug, Dougie, Doug, Dougie, from that darn cat, the Disney release. <laughs> See, what's your pro? Like, here's here's Tim Gross. I hate the Jason remake because he has uh, Vietnamese tunnels underneath. <laughs> But Dr. Giggles has a whole fucking doctor's office underneath his Yeah, but it makes so much sense, though. I don't know if I'm going to see a doctor that practices out of his basement. Well, that's yeah, crazy. that's... Yeah, that's when they, get, when they get down there later, it's like a fucking labyrinth down there, which is pretty cool. She's walking into the set of spookies. Damn right she is. But you can tell this this movie it, literally if it wasn't made in 1992 this easily could have been 1987. Yep. 1988 it could have been in the golden years of the horror films. And that's what I wonder like did Universal just try to decide, you know what? Um we don't care. We no longer care about this project at all. I'm trying to look up this director Manny Cotto. <laughs> Director of uh, a couple episodes in the Monsters TV series. That's awesome. A couple that of makes tales, sense. Tales from the Crypt, uh, the infamous Star Kid, and some TV movies. But he did a lot of TV work. Like he worked on Dexter and Twenty Four and Star Manny Koto won a award for this movie at the Fantastic Film Festival. Was it the uh, Saturn Award? No, but it's something just like that. We had to look up to see if it was actually a thing. Yeah, I was looking up to see is it actually real. There's Michelle Johnson here. Uh, we missed it, and there's that dude. That dude's in everything. Who I was going to that say, that's, yeah, that dude's in a bunch of stuff. He's got a sweet he's Macintosh. And believe me, yes. Yes, I don't know what. He, he's just in everything. Yep. He is dad in everything. Like, that guy right there is the D. Wallace to the dad role. I'm going to look you up, Cliff D. Young, because I know you're in everything. Pow. Holy shit. Yeah. The craft. Flight of the Navigator. Dad, dad, dad. Robocop. The TV series. Damn it. This some bitches and everything. Oh, I, that's where I know him from. He's the dad in that movie from 1988 called Pulse. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Joey Lawrence. It's actually pretty yes. cool. Yes. And for people, since we're going off the rails already, <laughs> just about different actors for anybody that hasn't seen the movie. Basically, uh, this Holly Marie Combs character, I believe her name is Jennifer. Uh, she has on a heart issue. And that's what she's seeing the doctor for. Basically, she can die. And Dr. Giggles is in, I believe it's his father's house? Yeah. It's Dr. Rendell, and that's why he's come back to the house. Larry Drake's head's amazing. This movie also proves to me he would have been a great pick uh, in the Bad Dreams movie. Oh, you can't have bad dreams without crazy pants. <laughs> Richard Lynch? Yeah. I l don't get me wrong. I love Richard Lynch, but I think Larry Drake could have done the same role also. 
Richard Lynch was perfect for it. But I just think like it would have been cool to see Larry Drake as one of the doctors in the hospital or whatever taking care of Jennifer Rubin. That kid is a fucked up kid. Like that guy <laughs> That's Dr. Giggles. I know. <laughs> kids cutting up teddy bears. Come on, your kid's not normal. Hey, at least he ain't cutting up animals. It's the first sign of a serial killer. Right there, kid. He has a, that kid has a really, <coughs> like, truly disturbing scene later on. Oh, yeah. Well, look at this. This is kind of disturbing. You have sewn up yeah. bears and stuff like that. And he's, he's, he's weeping about it. He's in his plan. I love how it just builds up the backstory that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a, he's got a great backstory. Jesus, that chick almost got whiplash. <laughs> this fucking guy with the crazy hair, I've seen him in something. I think he's in one of the Night of the Demon sequels. Well, I know at least one person in the movie is. Oh, oh look at that old he's English. Got the old English, he's drinking the tiger. They're all drinking old English shit. You could tell you were bo- your movie had a budget when they were drinking old English. <laughs> I don't know if they had a budget or somebody <laughs> new beer store that just sold cheap beer. That's fucking the cheapest. Man, that is some mud butt hung, hangover shit right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're asking for trouble with that stuff. But yeah, I was going to say, there's at least one person from Night of the Demons in this. That Zoe Trilling is yeah. There. She's got the hot. She's the hotness. Jesus Christ! I don't know if that dude is in this. Are you shaving? I swear to God, I've seen that. That dude's in in Night Night of the Demons three. Maybe I don't know. I think I'll never watch that one a couple times because it's garbage. And isn't that the chick, the DJ from the Warriors? <laughs> I think you're right. I think he was in Night of the Demons 2. Oh, there's two people from Night of the Demons 2 in here, then. Yep. Yeah, because there's another guy on the other side of that wall. It's clearly outside, you dumb fuck. There's a window right there. Yeah. Nowadays, this would be a paranormal movie. <laughs> Ghost Dr. Giggles? Yeah. Do- uh, Dr. Ghost Hunters? Because you could tell that it, this is the one way this dates like itself. They don't have movies where kids just walk into random closed-down yeah. houses anymore. Yep. Shit, I these, used to do that for fun in high school. I was going to say, these houses do not exist any longer. No, they're all. there used to be a shitload of these out in the country where I live, and we'd go just, like, fuck around on Saturday nights in them and shit. But, yeah, yeah but see, I think that's what makes these movies relatable also. Yeah. It, it, but it just now, yeah, this would have been, this would have been hipster-fied. This would have been three condos. Yeah. <laughs> Was that guy? So that guy locked the black couple into the house so he could go bang his girl. What? Why didn't he just go bang your girlfriend? 
Yeah. That needs to be Kelly Joe Minner. Because <laughs> you ain't killing that bitch. No way. She lives in every movie she's in. Now, did you see this when it first came out in the theaters? I saw this twice in the theater. Oh, she grabbed Doug Doug by the by Tiny Doug. Yeah, I is love that him. why is that why he's named Doug Doug? Doug Doug. Like Dig Doug? Yep. Yeah, I seen this in the theaters and I bought the comic books. I loved it. I've I've loved this ever since I saw it for the first time. It's fucking It's the best. I will honestly say it. This doesn't like this isn't in my top ten, but I have always enjoyed this. Dr. Giggles is fun, it's cheesy, and it's just a shame because I really do believe people <clears throat> not talk about this movie. No, uh-uh. And it's, I mean, th- this and like Brain Scan, there's a couple of these 90s horror films that people just comp- just lump in with a lot of the bad ones. And again, I think that goes into what happened after Scream. Yeah. Would you put people under the stairs in that category? Yeah, because a lot of people don't know about people under the stairs. When you reference it, unless you're over 35, people are staring at you. Like, that's another movie that seems like it's going to be lost. That's a great one, man. Because literally, people under the stairs, Brain Scan, Dr. Giggles, those are movies... Like, they're even made after Puppet Master. You name Puppet Master, people know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You, you name Trancers, people know what you're talking about. You say Dr. Giggles, you say Brain Scan, people are staring at you. I like, think people know Brain Scan. I don't think they know, I don't think, I don't think as many people know about Brain Scan. But I just, I, just trying to look up information, I, I mean, I know if I sat down and went in my basement, went looking into my Fangoria's, I'm sure I'd be able to find information on why this just was left out in La La Land, kind of Nightbreed style. Because like you were saying earlier, we, you know, there was no other, like, extras to this. Yeah, I don't think it's been re-released, it's, there isn't anything special. I was just thinking that, like, you, you if you, like, say, I don't know, Scream Factory wanted to do a re-release of this, what are you going to get? There's probably nothing. It's probably like a Prince of Darkness situation where everything probably really got on the fucking screen. Larry, yeah. Larry Drake, oh, oh, I, dead. I mean, what could you do? Yeah, it just, I think... There might be some few cut scenes, like gore scenes, that I would like to see that they were cutting out. Yeah. Kind of like a Leatherface 3 kind of thing. But Well, it, it screamed earlier when he slit that doctor's throat. They just, you could tell, like, that was probably actually. Oh, yeah. Out. And because it's troubles, just like a lot of horror films of the time with the MPAA, I do, I would definitely like to see some of that cut stuff. But would there be a lot of stuff to put on a disc? Probably not. And now with Larry Drake dead, yeah. Everything going to digital, that film stuff probably hit the trash can a long time ago. Oh, yeah, and that's going to be one of the biggest problems with everything going digital. 
is if it's not a very popular like horror film that resonates with people, like it's not in that top 10 or top 20 of horror films that sell on a regular basis or people know about. Yeah. I have a feeling that stuff's going to get lost more and more now. They're, they're, they're putting together like people are actually putting together companies to try to save that stuff though. Uh, good for them. I hope yeah. it works. But the problem they're going to run into is uh, the problem they're going to run into is rights issues because they don't have the rights. Yeah. Why is it in every like slasher movie this kid? What was what was he driving? Like some he's got some old fucking muscle. No high school kid has that. Oh, car. I was going to say that. As I will tell you this. There was one person ever in my entire life that pulled up in an old muscle car. And that was filming. We were filming a scene uh, when I, the first film I worked on, Resurrection Game. And this is like 1999, 1998. And we're at Incredibly Strange Video using the basement for a scene. Bruce Lentz was allowing us to shoot downstairs. What is that? A Pontiac something. Yeah, I think it's a GTO. Yeah. Uh, and, yep. yep, uh, this, it's either a GTO or a Firebird, early Firebird. But, uh, this dude shows up and shows up in a 1970 Dodge Charger. Nice. All black. It's just ridiculous. And it just said to him, I was like, how in the hell did you have this? And he's like, basically, he's like, I got, he's like, my parents paid for my college. He's like, and all the money that I have not paid back to them or for books and stuff like that over the years. He's like, <laughs> I used it to buy this car. And you could tell it was one of those things. Like, he was trying to become uh, a regular DP around Pittsburgh on different films and stuff like that, make a name for himself. Yeah. So he was, when he would show up, he was trying to make an impression, showing up in this Dodge Charger all the time. Dad had a Dodge Charger. He had like a 70-something, but it, when he had it, it was junked out. We called it the clunker. Yeah. It had like those fake plastic seats that act like the sun had split him. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you could get cut. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, my my friends in high schools, uh, I had uh, the friends, uh, the Wisniewski brothers, they were twins. Uh, they had 1981 and a 1982 Grand Prix, and they ripped out the back seat so they could put woofers and speakers in the back, and they got the back ends lifted. Literally spent like $500 on these cars. They were all primered up and everything, but you could hear them six blocks away. That's people in my high school did that shit too, man. It was all about box speakers. Yeah, and I was going to say, that basically was the extent of who had what like the i think the newest car that i drove in during high school was my buddy larry had a 1988 chevy nova and it wasn't like it was when everything went small you know (laughs) all the cars went small it didn't look like a chevy nova it looked like nissan or toyota made the car for chevy (laughs) It, it just it was that was the newest thing i drove around and we're talking early 90s I had a 1985 primer gray rusted out Grand Am. <laughs> this is my first Ooh. car ever. And I bought it for my grandma from for $300. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And I love that car. But then I traded it when I got my job at Taco Bell. I saved up 800 bucks and bought a maroon Beretta. And it was the best fucking car I ever had. I was going to say, everybody had had one of those. Oh, I loved my Beretta. Said those were the best car they ever had. Oh, I fucking loved it. My first car was a 1985 Plymouth Horizon. Oh, shit. It had both, uh, what was it? It had U.S. parts and Korean parts. (laughs) Christ. It was, it was oh, one of those where? carts that like your car could not break down because you could not find parts to fix it. Oh yeah, that's what it, it was. That was the problem because I I had like you would have to use two set of tools just to do stuff in it. That's an awesome shot. Oh, I love this. But I love he just goes decides he's going on out on a house call and this mm-hmm. is the chief that po- was poking around his father's house. God damn. Oh man, he went all total recall. Yep. He's trying to get the tracker out of her head. Yep. This fucking old guy, he always seems like straight off the set of Highway to Heaven with Michael Landon or something. <laughs> But he's like he's he's Captain Serious in this movie. He's like everybody else kind of knows what the movie they're in. Maybe not Larry Drake, but this guy thinks it's like super serious. Oh yeah, you know what though? It adds and legitimacy it to this yeah. horror film. Yeah, especially later when they're in the locker room and he's telling his his partner the story. Yeah, it just it, it that's the weird part about this movie is like it was legit, and it's not like they. It's not like they lost money on this movie. It just, this movie just seemed to go away. Mm-hmm. Like, no one talked about it. This was one of the movies that was not released on DVD that people were kind of clamoring for back in the the days of, uh, it was like maybe a lesser Phantasm 2 that people all, they wanted Phantasm 2 on DVD. Mm-hmm. People were kind of clamoring for this too. They were like, where's my Dr. Giggles? Well, you got it after a few years. Yeah. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It it just... But, you know, what you were saying about rights earlier, when Good Times is releasing your shit, I don't think the studio gives a fuck about rights. Yeah, that's a sure sure sign. And I was going to say... Bottom of the barrel company right there. Yeah, and I was going to say, I think the release I have is the first DVD release of Dr. Giggles. Because I think I got it for like five bucks or whatever it was. Yeah, this used to be a find it in the Walmart dump bin when that yeah. existed. You know, if I'm if I'm recasting this movie, that that old man, that's George Kennedy. That's George. Kennedy. Yeah, that guy's kind of bootleg George Kennedy. And there'd be a Bigfoot in there because. You know, George Kennedy has to fight a Bigfoot. <laughs> now he's killed Dougie Doug already, right? Yeah, he yeah, stabbed yeah, he him did. with the thing. Yep, he, he killed him with whatever he had in that. Uh, trying to keep body count, so he's got two so far. Yeah, I think it's over ten. 
What happened to the black chick? I think he kills her off screen. I could be wrong on that. So she just kind of disappeared. Oh, that, like I said, I know there's some cut scenes to this, but are you going to get something where nah, it we'll justifies a disc? Yeah. And that's my biggest thing about digital. There's going to be stuff like that. But basically, here's her explaining, hey, I can't have sex or my heart will give out. And for those that didn't know, this dude that is next to her actually shows up on the Angel TV series, and he's the dude that actually dies suddenly in real life, too. Like really? after first, yeah, first season of Angel, I think he is on, and then all of a sudden he just he died. Well, this guy's like he's bootleg David Arquette. Yeah, but he was relatively young too when he died. Yeah, he died in good. he was thirty two. He died in two thousand and two. At least the people they got in here, I can kind of buy as high school kids. They, they're a little old to be high school kids, but it's no, like, you know, how that shit works in horror movies. You got 45-year-olds playing high school kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he was actually, when he was doing this movie, he was 21. Oh, so cool. He couldn't have got arrested for drinking. Good job, kid. No, but she was, I believe, Holly Marie Combs was actually 18 for this movie. Oh, well, awesome. So they actually had legit people. There's the Himalaya back there, the coolest ride at the fair. <laughs> the Himalaya. It's the octopus. Yeah, that's like pretty much at all of them. You know one of those uh, games in the back is where you shoot the water in the clown's mouth and the balloon grows out of its head? Yeah. Or shoot the star with the BB gun that nobody can ever win. <laughs> you know what always fascinated me? Like those stupid carnivals. They always had the carnies that had the climb up the ladder and ring the bell game. That's mm-hmm. like, you know, the vertical or the horizontal ladder. And no one could do it. And then the carny would get on there and do it with no hands and backwards. He'd just fucking trot right up that son of a bitch. Your officer actually just died last March. Oh, the old man? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, the old man, he died at the age of 81. That sucks. I like him. And he often plays the same character, tough police chief. So there you go. So he, he is bootleg George Kennedy. Speaking of people who died, you know who should have been in this movie that would have been awesome? Miguel Ferrer. Hmm. That would have been, yeah, that's a decent pick. Is this a, well, Dr. Mario, baby. This is fucking great. I swear that's the kid, I swear that kid gets fat and becomes Angus. <laughs> it's a possibility. But yeah, like I said, it's a forgotten horror film. It has it, it, it's simple. It's cool. I like it. It's fun. Who steals their mom's lingerie and gives it to their girlfriend? That's kind of fucking creepy. Yeah, I was gonna say this is just this is creepiness that we didn't know about. Nope. <laughs> didn't think about it then, but we're thinking about it now.
Yes, and this is the introduction. You could tell this is early 90s. This yep. is when all of a sudden horror films are like, hey, we're going to start putting condoms in here. That's not going to save you, kids. What the fuck kind of controller is that, and why are you using it to play Dr. Mario? There was a stick shift for a Nintendo. But yeah. I think you had to get it specially made. Not well, I shouldn't say specially made. You had to go looking for it, I should say. <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Boobless movie. I just threw. I just thought of that. Well, not only that, she the feels, trademark. She feels way too comfortable in his mom's lingerie. There's definitely some lingerie shenanigans going on. This is fucking creepy. This was not part of the budget. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they used they used it to buy more old English. <laughs> They could have bought the company the money they saved. I was going to say, dude, Old English is not an expensive beer, dude. Yeah, kids don't know. There's Don't ever fuck with Old English. Don't yeah. ever mess with the tiger. You're asking for trouble. Uh-uh. <laughs> Look at how giant his fucking hand is. That fucking ham hawk on that dude, Jesus Christ. Oh shit. Uh. I like how she doesn't struggle, do anything. Yeah. yeah just stab me in the face. <laughs> Love his fucking taglines. <laughs> I just, he's. He was the perfect dude for this. Yep. Oh, yeah. He was great for this. This was after Darkman, right? Yes. Darkman Dark was 1990. Yeah. But I think he did Darkman 2 and 3 right after this. Yeah. Well, he did Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, too. Yeah. Bubba didn't do it, which is a but good yeah, We need to get to that on the show. That's a good fucking made-for-TV, about one of the only good ones. But yeah, Darkman, yeah, <laughs> years before this. Because I think Darkman is what really got Larry Drake out there into a different genre. Just mm-hmm. like, even though he did the Scarecrow movie and stuff like that, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know what fi- I'm fascinated with that controller. I want to know what it is, dude. I had a controller up. like that for my Commodore 60. Yeah, it's like a flight simulator controller. 
Yeah. You sure don't use it to play Dr. fucking Mario. Oh, yeah. You wonder if he had to pay Nintendo rights. Oh, I'm sure. You know what? I'm sure about that because I've always wondered that when they got games yeah. on there, you don't see the games. If there's hear- any company that's protective of their fucking rights, it's Nintendo. <laughs> He's terminal. That was me, but I wasn't playing Dr. Mario. I was probably playing Strider or Russian Attack or something. I was going to say, I, I, the only thing I ever played Dr. Mario on was the original Game Boy. Yeah, I, ne- I never had a Game Boy. I never played Dr. Mario either. No, and I never did either. I just had friends that had it, and I played theirs. <laughs> Everybody did have that couch, though. Yep. That one day we had a cookout. <laughs> and it fills up this whole book. Yeah. You know what, though? That's always a fascinating thing, though. What? Um, just the set dressing, uh, just how they, the pictures and stuff like that. Reading and hearing about some of that stuff, because they'll go into people's houses and rent the house. And they will use the pictures that are there <laughs> and things of that nature. And then there's other times, like, um, when they need to do flashback scenes and they'll show pictures. Sometimes actors are cool enough that they will bring baby pictures and stuff of that nature. They'll yeah. bring them so what? they can put it, uh, put them into the scenes and stuff like God that. Damn, what is it? Fuck night over here in this town. Everybody get it on. <laughs> well, it, it, you got to remember if it is a slasher film. Yep. Got to have that. It's like city ordinance. Friday night, everybody got to be fucking. We're riding a Ferris wheel. Yep, but the thing is, they're not showing boobs. Nope, that's bootleg Sherilyn Finn. That's Michelle Johnson. Waxwork chick. Yep. She's done a few other horror movies, too. And I believe she was in the movie Blame It on Rio with Michael Caine, which John Cross would be happy. Michael Caine. Why'd you put the RF switch in the fucking aquarium? (laughs) And she's sporting a big time Winona Ryder vibe right there. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now, why does he suspect she's in trouble? She just found something in an aquarium. Oh, shit. There's a killer well, that, after my daughter. Yeah, basically, the do- uh, basically Jennifer is going to get banged also. No, but by now we should have Dr. Giggles number 10. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, not to beat a dead horse, I have wondered, this is the type of movie I could see being remade. And it's not been approached. I don't know. Dude, if they could remake The Howling. 
nobody knew that they did. That movie's so fucking terrible. I didn't even bother watching it. I just like, yep, nope, you made the howling into Twilight. Fuck you. I'm going to try to watch it at some point. <laughs> when you're done with your Blue Meanie movies that you keep finding? <laughs> <laughs> you like I keep finding movies with Blue Meanie. Who the fuck puts Blue Meanie in their movie? I knew Al Snow did a couple movies, but the Blue Meanie... <laughs> yeah, well, at least the, the movie's Al Snow in, or at least somewhat legit. <laughs> These these ones that I was watching are literally just bad, like bad independent movies. <laughs> and Blue Meanie, like the, I didn't even read the credits. Like I wasn't even seeing who was in it. I just put it on, and like I'm watching the first movie, and all of a sudden, there's just cuts to a scene where there's a fat dude in his underwear just sitting up farting, <laughs> and it was like, oh my god, it's Blue Meanie. I was, like, intrigued with the movie from there on. Does Stevie Richards show up and Stevie kick people? No, but that would have been awesome. Damn it. This is a fucking killer. I was going to say, let's not get too far away now talking Blue Meanie when we got Larry Drake about to fuck up Michelle Johnson in a very cool scene. Yeah. Very cool how Larry Drake was able to hide the tube with his mutant hand. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking overdrive. That's awesome. See, it is. It's like fuck night. Look at this. Jesus, they have an orgy here. There you go. This is like Cherry Falls. This chick is so fucking smoking hot. It's ridiculous. Which one? This one in the red? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. So does she compare to your redhead chick in Final Girls? Oh, that chick's just awesome. Okay. She's no Jill Sholin. Uh, Okay, there we go. She's no Jill Sholin. You're putting this in perspective now. Dr. Giggles has found the RF modulator. That's the thing, like, I swear, that's the thing that you used to have to have, like... If you wanted to play Atari, you had to go behind your TV and flip the switch. Yes, it would say computer or TV. Yep. <clears throat> uh oh, flashback. You think they cast his dad? They said looking for someone who looks like Sigmund Freud. <laughs> Do you have bootleg, bootleg Raymond Burr? <laughs> 400 pounds skinnier bootleg Raymond Burr? Yeah. Kind of looks like Fulci. 
<laughs> he does. I love they got a toothless kid, too, which yeah. is great. The only way you could have made that better if it was, like, baby Clint Howard. Oh, dude. Yeah, they had to have a time machine to get that going, but... That could have been Dr. Giggles, too. Clint Howard? Yes, Dr. Giggles. It could have been, like, Dr. Giggles, too. Taking new clients or, you know, <laughs> something like that. And he... Oh, taking on an intern. And Clint Howard is his intern. <laughs> Tell me that was... That would have been pretty great, but I, just Clint Howard's ice cream, man. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Shit going. Yeah, but dude, come on. That Larry Drake and Clint awesome, Howard, yeah. yeah, in the same movie. That would have been some legendary stuff there. People would be talking about that one. Apparently not the whole town is banging their boots. That chick is fucking smoking hot, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, she is playing up those tits in Night of the Demons, too. God damn. I feel like this Hollywood make this make-out session is just a fake. This never happens. No. Hollywood no, it says doesn't. it does, and it, no, that's never happened. The only thing I've ever, like, seen in a movie like this is Cherry Falls. And that was because of the point of the movie. Where everybody goes bangs in the fucking band practice room? Well, they all go, they have a bang party. Oh, sweet. I need to watch that movie. Yeah. Look at, no one even questions Dr. Giggles is at the... The fair. No, of course not. Look at him. He looks like a fair type dude. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's going to be there for some funnel cake. Mm-hmm. He's going to ride the fucking Himalaya back here. Maybe later he'll get on the Gravitron. The, the fucking centrifuge puke machine. <laughs> you ever get you ever get on that thing? The thing looks like a, a spaceship that just spins and you stick to the yes, wall. And I have puked. Oh, man, I saw a kid puke, and the puke came out of his mouth and shot, like, all over the side of the place. <laughs> My m- biggest mistake was I drank, like, a like a bucket of cola oh, Jesus. right before I got on. They were like, oh, yeah, we should get on this. And I'm like, no, I probably shouldn't. And they're like, yeah, you should get on this. And I at least waited until we got off, and there's just, like, it was a garbage can right next to where, like, you throw the darts to not, it, like, pop yeah. the balloons or whatever, and I just hurled for, like, five <laughs> minutes straight. And this lady just comes over, she's like, well, thanks for fucking stinking it all up, you fucking kid. <laughs> that was all she said to me. Not, are you okay? Is everything fine? No, she's bitching me out. <laughs> this is cool. This fucking, like, there's some talent behind the camera when you're pulling this shit off. Yeah. Or at least attempted something like this. And for a Dr. Giggles movie. Mm-hmm. It, Brian De Palma directed this part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, nice! Dumbass! <laughs> I always enjoy when people do that. I Whether don't get to see anybody do that. Oh, I have. Whether it's real life or movies, I love when people do that. 
I did see uh, two old ladies one time come out of a Thai restaurant. I was in the car, and both of them just ate shit on the fucking curb. <laughs> like, they got <laughs> fucked up, I'm sure. But we just, me and my sister just laughed. But I'll give that actress, I'll give that actress all of the credit in the world. She sold it. Yep, she sold it. She ran face first into it. She took that bump. There's a lot of them that would have been like, eh, cut. No fucking funhouse glass of wall of mirrors ever had some shit like this. I've, I was gonna say I've never been in a funhouse with mirrors like that. <laughs> Is that a bandaid? <laughs> he just carries that around. See, yeah, man, there was something film there, and you just got yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you know there's some stuff when it comes to that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot you up with some of the blue stuff they have at the barber shop <laughs> that they put their combs in. Take you to my creepy Doctor Sex dungeon. <laughs> Run! That dude just looks creepy in general. I was gonna say that guy doesn't know who that is. Just get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Man, OSHA's going to have a field day with that. Yep. It's an emergency exit, and it didn't work. I love she gets out the back, and the place looks like it couldn't hold five mirrors. Mm -hmm. She thinks it's romancing this stone here. Michael Douglas is going to fall down the hill. Right into her crotch. (laughs) Larry Drake, look, he's careful. I ain't fucking falling. I'm a big dude. I'll bust the hip. He's got he's got gigantor hands. Okay, <laughs> he's got a watch. I fucking totally regret not going and meeting him. He was yeah. the one guy at the whorehound that I wanted to meet. Like I wasn't really interested in anybody else, but I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Larry. Drake. Oh, actually, I think David Warner might have been at that one. Like guys like Larry Drake, those are the types of guys like I want to meet. Like mm-hmm. Richard Lynch, I man, I was kind of sad when that dude died because it was like. I wanted to meet that dude. It's like that type of actor. It's just like the stories they have. Yeah. Because they've done everything. It's not just strictly horror. That's why I want to. That's why I want to meet Lance Henriksen. You know, Rutger I mean, Hauer's got stories too. Oh yeah. I mean, I just they're not tied to one genre. Those dudes are probably got stories and stuff. It just really cool stuff. That's why I'll never regret hanging out with Joe Bob Briggs for a whole weekend. That dude, man, any time you could get him talking, and any chance you can, do it. I asked him. At, he was at that film festival that we went to. Like he he was outside between the movies, and we were out there smoking and talking to him, and he was just bullshitting with us. And I was like, "So, how casino? How did you do that?" And he was like, I was just sitting around one day, and they called, and I said yes. And that's that's the movie he was in, was Casino. Yeah. Well, he's been in a few movies, but it's not like he does a ton. It, it, it's like he does one every, like, two, three years. And it, it, it seems about right. Like, somebody calls him, and he's like, oh, yeah. Which, you know, whoever probably called him was a big fan. Probably. 
No. Oh, man. That's not George Kennedy in my remake. That's Joe Don Baker. Oh. Reprising his role as Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's the other? Oh, what's the other gentleman's name? He was in a bunch of Burt Reynolds stuff. He was in Deliverance. No, I'm trying to think of that dude's name. He plays a lot of different things. John Voight? No, no, no. He's a bigger dude. Like oh, Ned Beatty. Yes. Yeah. I could easily see him being in that in this too. Do you remember the one? What was the one movie? Oh, um, fucking Rolling Thunder. With yes. The big monster truck and Ned Beatty yes. plays the greaser. Bar yeah. Over. Yeah, because what is that? Is that like 86 or oh, something? Man, that's early 80s. I think probably 84 or some shit. Well, there's another movie called Rolling Thunder. I believe it came out in 77. It's with yeah. uh, Tommy Lee Tommy Jones, Lee and that's all about Vietnam and stuff like that. Yeah. But no, that one is like we're truck. Rolling Vengeance. It's not Rolling Vengeance. There we go. Yeah, yeah. and the, the kid like puts a spike on the end of his monster truck and he stuff. He just makes a semi into Death Wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go look that up, kids. That's a fucking badass movie. <laughs> Comes roaring out of that barn in Death Wagon. He's got a monster truck with a big drill bit on the front going to go fuck up Greaser Dead Baby's bar. This is but this yeah, I could, easily, serious. I could easily see Ned Beatty in this. He's getting out the hooch. Yep, he quit the hooch for many years. I swear to God he was wearing a Chicago Bears hat earlier. Now he's wearing a No, nope, no, it was a 49ers hat. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta call it out when he puts the Philadelphia Eagles hat on. Which actually makes no sense in this movie, I believe. Well, they never say where Moorhide's at. I would figure California. It looks California. You know, they weren't going too far from the studio with a budget like this. Oh no! They, they, oh, excuse me. They even said they like built the house for Doctor Giggles or something. At Lou Diamond Phillips. I was just watching Lou Diamond Phillips before I got on here and my brother showed up. I was watching Bats. Yes, Bats is great. With Dina Meyer, yeah. another chick that's in everything. We still, need awesome. to, we still need to cover that movie Nightwing with David Warner and the Bats. Oh, devil, let's not forget Stephen Machette. Yeah, Stephen Machette as an Indian. Yeah, he's an Indian. We were going <laughs> to do it once, but we couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, second best role ever for him. His first is Graveyard oh, oh, Shift. Of course, it has to be Graveyard Shift. His third best is as one of the commanders for Tim Thomerson in the Transfer Sequels. Don't forget Monster Squad. Oh, I, I never forget Monster Squad, but I'm just no, saying it took me the most to random roles. The, same guy. the most random roles he has. It took me forever to figure out that he was the same guy as. Graveyard Shift, because I love Graveyard Shift, like, forever. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the Monster Squad. He doesn't look like the same dude. No, he he blends in. Yeah. He, he, he He's one of those few people, I think, over the years, that was able to change his looks enough for characters that you weren't like, oh, yeah, that's that dude from here. No, you weren't. You... You didn't. I mean, he's one of the few, I think, that pulled that off. This is fucking crazy. Oh, there's a boob. Does it count if it's on a dead chick? Oh, there's puss, too, everything. It's bloated. Ugh. I don't think it counts. I don't think we can count it. 
Stephen Michette was born May 1st, 1942 in Philadelphia, PA. This kid's getting born right now. This is fucking creepy. I must come out. Oh, he cropped the feel on the girls. He's just pissing himself. <laughs> Forgot all about that scene. That's badass. It's fucking, that's like some Fulci shit, man. <laughs> and like this non, like, gory, you know, kind of. How is there no special two disc Blu ray of this son of a bitch? Just for that scene? Yeah. Scared that guy so bad he turned into George Kennedy. <laughs> Man, boy, Stephen Machette was even on an episode of the Six Dollar Six Million Dollar Man. Was he Bigfoot? No, Andre the Giant's Bigfoot. Yeah. And literally on that show, he was Bigfoot. He was even on an episode of Kojak. Oh, sweet. Two episodes. Oh, recurring character. He's probably getting residuals. He's got that yeah, I forgot, I, I forgot he was in Glaxina. I just watched that recently. Wow, that movie's garbage. It's the mist, man. It's coming in. <laughs> Fucking somebody turned that fog machine off. Oh, answering machines. There's a thing that doesn't exist anymore. He's in Amityville. It's about time. Oh, shit. <laughs> Trancers 3. Trancers 4. Damn. It's 5. What's he play like the fucking police chief? Yeah, something like that. I can see him doing that. He moves up in each sequel. <laughs> He's Commissioner Machette. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't remember seeing him in one episode of Millennium. I never watched that show, not once. Oh, I loved it. He's in, like, I mean, he was on Melrose Place, Murder, She Wrote, Babylon 5, Viper, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Highlander, Jag, Sliders. Jag. Jag. That's my dad's show. He used to love that shit out of that. Then he moved on to fucking NCIS. Yes. Yeah, 24 the, hour run on USA yeah, Network. All of the, the, wi- the wife is, yeah, the wife th- uh, watches that all the time. You jag. <laughs> I was going to ask you, that's got to be a pretty popular show. Oh, yeah, show. yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people in Pittsburgh watch that show just for that reason. You watched Jag last night. <laughs> That dude was a jag on her. <laughs> nice. Oh! He just, man, I could see New Jack bringing out one of those things in a hardcore match. <laughs> Fucking Vic Grimes up in the forehead. Oh, hell yeah. You ain't got a search warrant, dude. What are you doing? Walk into somebody's house. I don't care if you're search a warrant. That's, man, you need a budget for a search warrant. What are you talking <laughs> about? Oh, 
you know that guy did some Walker Texas Rangers episodes. Oh hell yeah. So you said this thing made eight million dollars back in the day? Eight point four. Eight point four. Did they say how much it was budgeted for? No, uh it's not on there. I, I would probably say four, maybe. R.I.P. George Kennedy. Oh, shot him. Shot him right in the pancreas. Shop teacher. <laughs> Does nobody have a light in this fucking movie? Turn no, the fucking light off. Say, this is kind of like the independent movie I was Jesus watching. Christ. Or not independent, but it was it was low budget movie called The Dark. Look, there's yes. not even a light in the fucking police station. I, I I've watched another movie called The Dark, which I think is number five of the movies now I have that were called The Dark next to The Hollow, which I believe I have seen four or three different movies called The Hollow. Jesus. But every scene was in the dark and had Stephen McHattie in it. Holy cow. Autoclave. I love this. It's fucking great. surgery on himself the guy is fucking like he's not a like he's he's one of those guys that's not a fat guy he's just like bulky as shit yeah i'll bet you he played college football somewhere he is probably center rivet out he didn't pull pull it out I just love his serious face all the way through this too <laughs> yeah turn the fucking light on for God's sake. That's a anchor bay. <laughs> oh, pre internet. Look at that. Yep. Escaped 
I remember when they do this stuff. This is when I enjoy watching like <laughs> FX and FX Two. <laughs> Same thing. Because like, all the old technology and shit. Yeah, they're looking. It's like, yep, uh, the days before anybody had the internet. <laughs> before Al, before Al Gore came and invented it. Yeah, it's a series. It's not even a series of tubes yet. Yeah, I think that's what I laugh when uh, every once in a while I'll catch war games at the beginning. Oh, man. And Matthew Broderick's like, oh, hold on, I got a call. He sticks his phone upside down on that thing, whatever it yep. is. Yeah. Like, I know old tech. I don't know what the fuck that thing was. That was old school how you got computers connected. Shit, I'm dead. Is that Kyle McLaughlin? I was going to say, he looks like the dude from The Hidden. Oh, this is a dream, isn't it? I forgot. Or is it? Yeah, it's a dream. Yeah, because that was kind of fake. That's not where the heart is. Yeah, that was kind of horrible. The heart isn't in your shoulder blade. Well, when you got no boobs. Who did the effects for this? Good question. I don't know if it's K&B or not. I don't believe it was. Seems like something they should have done, but I don't think they did. This might have been something like a Screaming Mad George or somebody of that nature. Another person goes down. <laughs> oh my god, Ted Danson was considered for the role of Dr. Giggles. <laughs> that gotta be a joke. Nope, that's what that's what IMDb says. Ted Danson. Somebody had to put that in there. Maybe Norm, but not fucking Sam. Doctor Giggles is just getting fucked up. I was just gonna say, man, he got stabbed right after he got fucking self surgery. The fuck? He just pull a knife out of a fucking desk? What? He's a ninja. What the shit? Franco Nero type of nonsense just happened. There's a fucking ninja sword. You got a warhammer. Dr. Giggles, plus five in hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> he's like, I just tapped three forests. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, tap three forests, tap two mountains. He's like, I am Angel of Mercy. <laughs> he's got doctor office walk. He's unstoppable. Yes. He's a 5-5 five five with trample. <laughs> You tap for every mountain you tap, his hands get bigger. <laughs> That's fucking great looking. 
That's some scanners looking shit that guy had yep. going on there. That's one big ass blood pressure cuff. For like a fucking Jaguar or something. <laughs> he should have clotheslined her. Ow! In the side, son of a bitch. Well, she is the slowest she's person. A, she's victim a terrible on Earth. final girl, yeah. Yeah, she is. She does nothing in this movie except for no. Well, sit on she, everything I've people. ever seen her in, she's unrelatable and just not real likable. But yeah, I will say if there's a weak spot in this movie, it's the it's girl. Her. Yeah, it is her. Yeah, I'm looking. I can't find the budget. I would say four to five. I don't know. It probably broke even. But do you remember when this... Do you remember Fox in the early days showed this, like... They did it a couple times. It was like the Whore Awards or the Chainsaw Awards or something like that. Oh, yeah. You talking about Fuse? No, not Fuse. This was like ten years before that. Okay. And, like, it was nothing but... There were like five new horror movies coming out, and they were pimping them. And Doctor Giggles was one of them. Hmm. That I don't remember. I'm not recalling that now. That shit's probably on YouTube. Because I was like, gonna say I do remember that Chainsaw Awards or whatever it was. Yeah, it was kind of like that, but ten years before, and it was like maybe a one-time thing. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. And I know that MTV Awards did, gave, like, the Lifetime Achievement to Jason Voorhees once. They gave it to Clint Howard, too. But, yeah, I think the Jason one was done, like, early 90s. Here it is. I think it's the Horror Hall of Fame, maybe. It's, like, part one of four. It's on YouTube. Jason's out there. Yeah, uh, this Horror Hall of Fame originally aired in October 1990. Yeah, it was nothing but, like, trailers for all these horror movies coming out. Like, Linnea Quigley showed up and gave somebody an award, and hmm. Jeffrey Combs was in it, and there was a couple. I think Stuart Gordon showed up, maybe. I don't know. Wow. It was on Fox when Fox was, like, you know, the only thing they had. The Simpsons hadn't even broke yet, but the only thing they had was, like, Married with Children. Yeah, okay. No, hit that fence. That'll cost money. We don't have the budget. Yeah, and then I'll have to sick out my uh, 67-year-old inherited leather face after you. <laughs> there you go. You can make Dr. Giggles, too, where you can inherit Dr. Giggles. I'm telling you, dude, man. They should have had it. Clint yeah. Howard is the intern. Intern, yeah. He can play like an Igor-type character. Dr. Giggles 3 could have been Dr. Giggles versus Dr. Mordred. (laughs) (laughs) If we get real big budget, it could be those guys versus Dr. Strange. Only not like big budget Hollywood Dr. Strange, like 70s movie Dr. Strange. It's Dr. Giggles versus Dr. Mordred. The villain is Dr. Death Steve Williams. Dr. Death Steve Williams? (laughs) (laughs) Go get my Oklahoma Stampede. (laughs) 
tell me you would not watch that. I fucking hated Dr. Death Steve Williams. Even when I was a kid, I thought that guy sucked. He was part of the varsity club. He's a fucking jobber, too. He was terrible. That dude made some money in Japan. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. He loved him in Japan. The doctor is in. Bucket of hearts. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah, it just has random hearts. Jesus Christ, it's from a fucking boar. What's his end game here? What's he going to accomplish by giving her a new heart? Oh, well, I think that's what his mother died of. Why is he so fascinated with her? Love this. Yeah, this is the happy birthday to me part of the movie. Yes, yes. Yeah, because the blonde just disappeared. Like, nothing happened to her. Yep. The black chick evidently got her heart ripped out somehow. Never saw that. <laughs> Yeah, he sold that puke scene. See, that's, yeah, just that was cool. I See, like man, that. he's got like this whole fucking weirdo doctor rape dungeon down here. Well, I, I, that's where his dad had his office. This is, yeah, you know, this, it's legit, man. Yeah. Doctors used to have houses that were big and like their basements and stuff were the, the office. It's how you got your house with the barbershop in it. This is true. I mean, these places did exist. The barbershop still kind of smells like hair. <laughs> it smells like hair. I don't use it for anything. It just sits there. Dude, I'm surprised you haven't done something with it. Oh, it's not connected to my house. It's just an office. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. If it was, I'd have my movie room back there. My mom's got our, like, summer furniture for the decks and stuff stored out in there, so. Okay. <laughs> they fucking stole, like, nine car batteries. No even car batteries. They're batteries you find in forklifts. The puns. Got a Tesla coil down there <laughs> and making that noise. I do like his murder dungeon. Appointment. <laughs> <laughs> They had budget for cobwebs. Look at that painting back there. Yep, obviously nice. a painting. Yep. I never noticed that before. No, neither have I. See, Jason's not allowed to have a fucking rape dungeon, but this guy can. I was going to say, 
<laughs> yeah, like, you need to bring her back to life legitimately, because if you do not, she's going to be dead. And this movie's going to fare none the worse because she's terrible. Yeah. She's not terrible. There's just nothing to that character at all. <laughs> Fuck but that's the up. sad part. I've seen her in other stuff, and there's, she's not good. Mm. She's way too plain in, in other stuff she is in, too. She does. She's real milk toast. I like how they they spend the entire effects budget at the end of this movie on him. Well, that's not true. The effects are pretty good. They're practical, except for that. Oh yeah, there is a couple effects. You're just like, what? <laughs> like the heart on the shoulder thing. That was kind of poopy. She's like the chick you get in your movie when you can't afford, uh, shit, what's her face from Scream? Nev Campbell? Yeah. Or Rose McGowan. They didn't even have the budget for Rose McGowan's nipples in this fucking movie. But it's Friday night. It's bang night. Come on. Yeah, it's bang night. She's sleepy. I finally get the banger. Dr. Giggles killed the hot chick. Bet you give her a wet willy, she'll get up. <laughs> Oh, Dr. Giggles laying in the weeds back there. Fucking smack. How do you hit the guy in the pistol and the bullets flew out? I don't know. It's a good shot, Dr. Giggles. And he's all about sword fighting. Jack that dude's ass up. Oh, shit. (laughs) Disarmed. (laughs) You're a black guy. You're not allowed to live in this movie. (laughs) Gotta get you. Real great sterile set. environment. Yeah, great set, though. Yeah. Great set. Love 
It's almost like Herbert West. Basically. Yeah, exactly. So you don't think this could be remade now? I don't think people know it. If you're gonna, you know, if you're Hollywood looking at something, it's got to have name recognition because that's what you're gonna make your money on. People be like, mm. "Oh, I know what that is. I'll go see that again." Nah, I don't think people know what this is. Like your average eighteen-year-old kid, they don't know what the fuck Doctor Giggles is. But they knew what the howling was. Yeah, the howlings. Yeah, yeah, they knew the howling. Well, obviously, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> that movie went to fucking nobody saw it. Well, that's what I'm asking. Like Doctor Giggles, I you know I can see something like this being remade. I can see like a Rob Zombie doing this. <laughs> so Bill Mosley's gonna be or Sid Haig's gonna be Doctor Giggles? Yes. Bill Mosley's going to be the chief of police. I was going to say, Bill Mosley would not be a bad pick as Dr. No, no you got to have Sid Haig in there, though. He'd, he'd be great. Of course, Sid Haig, you know, what isn't he great in? Yeah, I was going to say, he's a bit older, though. Yeah. He's got to have a big dude. Bill Mosley is not a big dude. He can be made to look big. Maybe. Did you see he's releasing albums with Phil from Pantera now? Who, Bill Mosley? Yeah, they got a band. He's like got three albums with Phil from Pantera. Oh, God. No, because I'm, try- I'm trying to think who could be like, where is, oh, what's his name? Played Jason in the, in the Friday 13th remake. Derek Mears? Yeah. That's, no, then you've got like a super hulking. Dr. Giggles? Yeah, you don't want to be um, like a hulking monster. Uh, Jason Robards. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, just for Tristan, maybe we could have Corey Feldman. Ghost to Corey Haim. Ghost to Corey Haim. Yeah, yeah this show's dedicated to him. We're making up for losing the last show. <laughs> the whole point of the Dr. Giggles remake is they're getting trying to get Corey Feldman a new heart. Oh, shit! Corey <laughs> Feldman would be in it. For sure. He'd be like the goofy kid with the rubber. Yes. And literally still think he's that age. He pulls it off, though. He looks young. Uh... He's got a he's got like a baby face, you know, like Yeah, he does, but he looks creepy these days when he's doing that. Stuff. I mean he needs to give up the fucking we better not talk bad. We might lose <laughs> this episode, but he needs to give up on the Michael Jackson nonsense, but man I don't know, he's just like one of those people, like him and people like Jill Sholin and uh Stretch. Well From maybe Jake, oh, when, dude, they don't age. Hey, maybe when D. Snyder is done making Strangely too. D. Snyder would not be a bad Doctor Giggles. Maybe he can come make Dr. Giggles. Here, I got it. I got it. Harrison Ford as Dr. Giggles. Oh, fuck that. He could point at people. He's going to be so busy talking about Blade Runner. (laughs) Could Rutger Hauer be Dr. Giggles? Oh, dude. It's... If... If he is... If he is, if he's gonna be Doctor Giggles, he needs to 
he needs to maximize the character and just combine two characters he was. He has to combine the character from Split Second with the character from Hobo with the shotgun. <laughs> you know, I was sitting here a couple nights ago thinking about giving Hobo with a shotgun a second chance. I might do it pretty soon because I don't like that movie at all. I love it. I but, just I, I thought he did such a great job. And that chick in there, too. She's I've seen her in a few other things. She's really good. She's a pretty good actress. Didn't she get sliced open? Oh, no, that was a dream. I was like, God, she's she got sliced the fuck open. Yeah, that was the whole point to the shoulder heart we were talking about. Yeah, it was a dream, though. Hey, the door's bleeding. <laughs> it's having its period. Doctor, the door is bleeding. Doctor, door needs tampon. It needs maxi thins with wings. At least they got the blood right. Yes. That looks like blood. Yep. I do miss that fucking neon Dawn of the Dead fucking blood, the Argento type shit. I always liked that because it didn't look like blood. It was so bright, though. It was cool. Well, it was paint. That was yeah. why. <laughs> Great false ending to this movie. You know, I'm surprised McFarlane didn't make like a Dr. Giggles character for those movie maniacs. He used to yeah, make. that's yeah. And especially because they made the Tooth Fairy one. Yeah, I've got all of them sitting up here on my my shelf. I've gotten rid of some of them. There's ones I've kept like the thing and yeah, big both of them. Little China. I don't have a big trouble in little China one. Yeah, I do. I even got the the monster, the Sasquatch guy. Oh, the fucking I don't remember fuck that thing's name is but it has oh the wild man that's its name what the fuck is this shit (laughs) i do know with the medical god damn i do know with the medical slant on this show we get cronenberg to direct it that's yes i love this Is this going to pull out a wood chipper? <laughs> so he's trying to steal the heart from her for why? He for wants her to fix her like his mom. It would have made a lot more sense if he had his mom's corpse and he was trying to steal her heart because it was the right size. No, this is so much better. I don't know. Come on. That'd be too much Texas Chainsaw. Well, he already had a death room down there. Yeah, but that would be too much Ed Gein. She crossed the streams. (laughs) You're right. This. Oh, I got it. Our doctor giggles, Mitch Pelleggi. 
Oh, dude, you're on to something. Mitch Pileggi. There is, I think you've pulled the rabbit out of the hat right there. The shocker shit just got to me, Mitch Pileggi. Yeah, you just, you've pulled the rabbit out of the hat. He's not too famous where you can actually get him. Yep. He's known, kind of. I was going to say Vernon Wells, but nah. Nah, 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 nah. Mitch Pileggi. Good, yeah. That's a good one. Perfect, yeah. so great in the theater now the question is now that we got Mitch Pledgy being Dr. Giggles who plays the girl with the heart problem I don't know anybody but is it your redhead from Final Girls sure yeah she's awesome yes I think her name's Shawcat or something I don't know See, you should bring him back for a third time. I do gotta say, her mom has to be Tara Reed. Dr. <laughs> <laughs> Giggles would just be running around trying to fix her weird boob the whole movie. Cause they did have Michelle Johnson in this, so. They, they need that older, oddball B actress. I want Tara Reed in it. She'd just be running around trying to fix weird boobs. He could be like a plastic surgeon now. Trying to fix ugly people. Dina Meyer could play her mom. I don't know who that is. That's the chick who was in Bats with Lou Diamond Phillips, dude. Starship Troopers, House of the Dead. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> Clint Howard has to be in there somewhere, though. Yeah, of course. He could be the old guy that basically tells the story. Kind of like the, the dad. The, the crazy the, Ralph? Yeah, kind of like crazy Ralph, but crazy... Old guy, beginning of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Grandpa. Oh, shit, Grandpa. Yes. And there you go, everybody. Is it five-star movie? No. It's definitely a, like a four-star movie, but goddammit, it's fun as hell. Oh, yeah. This is, this is something, if you're a horror movie fan, this has to be on your list to see if you've not seen it before. Yeah. Maybe you we need... can have a sequel called, like, Nurse Practitioner Giggles. <laughs> You definitely gotta do yourself a favor and check this out. Yeah. So, thanks everybody. Sorry we lost last show, and uh, we're out of here.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.